Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The views and opinions expressed on Unlock Your Wealth Radio are those of the host, guests, and callers only and are not necessarily the views of Unlock Your Wealth Radio, Heather Wagonhalls, or Success Publishing International. More willpower than a barefoot woman at a shoe sale. Able to stretch a single paycheck for an entire month. Makes money concepts easier than third grade math. Introducing your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagonhalls. Work all day, stress all night. Take your mind off your money, focus on your life. Money don't matter or the stuff it bought. It's the way you think, not what you got, yeah. Unlock Your Wealth Radio starts now. Get your money mind right. Welcome to the show. Today's show is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at unlockyourwealthradio.com forward slash free book and click on the link to over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Thanks for stopping by. We are so glad to have you. I'm Heather Wagonhals, flanked by my producer extraordinaire, Michael Terry. And we will help you get your money mind right on today's show with the following great features. Today's key, as we progress through the Keys to Riches financial wellness series, is key four. Knowledge is power, not knowing is powerful. And we are going to learn about our five areas of concern on today's show. Our Mulan word of the day, um, Michael, how are your assets? They're good. They're good? Yeah. Okay. Well, our moolah word of the day. Good and strong. Good and strong. Our moolah word of the day has to do with measuring your assets. So we're going to learn about that in a bit. Minutes on your money. You must stop and do this in 2014. Dun, dun, dun. Or else. There you go. Drum roll. Uh, so, yeah. So drop everything. Listen to this broadcast for minutes on your money. Thank you. Uh, and today's trivia question, as always, based on a previous show, we're going to talk dreams with deadlines for our trivia question. And our guest today, how to be a frugal millionaire author, Brenda Her- Henriksen. Henriksen? What did I say? Brenda Henriksen is how to be a frugal millionaire. <laughs> Yay. Thanks for the thumbs up. I made it through. And as always, we will talk about your money, your credit, and how to get ahead in any economy. We will also show you how to manage your money easier, saving time and reducing stress using these proven techniques for you to create unlimited wealth and happiness. Insiders Club members are entered automatically in our weekly giveaways, but if you are not a member and would like to compete for fabulous money management tools, all you have to do is answer today's trivia question correctly. And for those of you who are joining us for the first time, welcome to the broadcast. We always pick a trivia question from our previous shows, so regular listeners have a leg up on the competition, but never fear, unlockyourwealthradio.com is here, and you can go download last week's episode and cheat. 
I mean, get a leg up on the competition. It's not really cheating. It's just preparing for what I'm about to ask you. And and because you can win without the show being live, meaning after it's broadcast, if you're listening from a podcast or iTunes or Zoom or somewhere else that you can find it, don't worry about that because you can always email in your answer. Uh, so this week's trivia question is based on last week's show, Dreams with Deadline, which is our, our goal achievement episode. So this week's trivia question is, why do we only plan for 20 years ahead? Why do we only plan for 20 years ahead? And if you remember, I gave us the specific reason why. And we talked about it. Part of it had to do with variables. So much can happen. But that's not the part that I really talked about or emphasized. And and it even involves the moolah word of the day from last week if we talk about niche and specialization. And, and I gave a specific reason why we don't plan. And are you remembering it? No. Okay. Well, you were nodding up and down. That's, you know, like the yes. And so I thought perhaps that, oh, you got one this time. Yes, perhaps Doris Day will help us sing, perhaps. So if you think you have the winning answer, you can call in, chat in, or email in to win. To chat, visit us during the live broadcast in our chat room. Hi, I'm here. Come visit and share your potential right answer. If you would like to call in to win, that's 1-866-966-9420. 1-866-966-9420. If it's busy, keep calling back. If we don't answer but you receive a voicemail, please leave your potential right answer and do it with contact information. I have had people leave right answers, and then in their excitement for getting it right, they forget to tell me how to contact them to send them their winnings. So that's kind of important. And if you are driving around and don't have a pencil, you can always visit the website. And you can email us at trivia at uywradio.com. That's trivia at uywradio.com. And if you have no idea what the answer is, that's okay because everyone can still walk away a winner. For you, the listeners of Unlock Your Wealth Radio, audible.com is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. And all you have to do is visit unlockyourwealthradio.com forward slash free book for more details. Now, I mentioned minutes on your money that you must stop, drop everything, and do this for 2014 if you have not already. And Dan Kaplinger from The Motley Fool says, if you want to retire rich, an IRA is a vital tool to bring that goal closer to reality. So if you have not set one up, you must. With 2013 coming gone, millions of people will resolve to make their most money in this new year, but what will they do with it? One way to keep more of it is to shelter it with a retirement vehicle such as an IRA, which stands for Individual Retirement Account. For those who are regular readers of Motley Fool will know this, but now Unlock Your Wealth listeners will, um, that the author, Dan, is um, a person that likes to get on his IRA soapbox at the beginning of the year. Um, and uncertainty about recently enacted tax rates gives some investors good reasons to wait on funding their IRA, but now 
that the tax law picture has firmed up. IRAs are looking more attractive than ever in many ways. In particular, the fiscal cliff compromise that took effect at the beginning of 2013 raised tax rates on high-income taxpayers. It reestablished the 39.6% tax bracket and the adding of new taxes of 3.8% on investment income and almost 1% on a wage above certain high-income thresholds. Even preferential rates on capital gains rose from 15 to 20% for top-bracket payers. As a result, the tax deferral benefits of IRAs are becoming even more attractive for everyone. Uh, investing in high-growth stocks within an IRA highlights the full potential that tax-deferred retirement accounts provide. So that's another reason why. Obviously, if you do not have an IRA with winning stocks in it, you can't take full advantage of the opportunities that IRAs do. Plus, let's remember that you can start a self-directed IRA to use for real estate investment as well. Um, so there's lots of advantages, uh, very little downside, other than you don't have that money to spend today. But if you are saving first and spending the rest, create another option for you by making sure that you're maxing out that IRA contribution and getting to keep it all. Because the, the, the more you can keep now, the less you'll have to spend later. Because if you think about it, you're probably a high income earner. Like you're making as much money as you could possibly make working full time right now. And so you're going to be paying at whatever tax bracket you're in. But when you retire, you're not going to need that much because your house will already be paid for, your cars will already be paid for, and you've got your nest egg there. So you draw it out like it's an income. So since your income will be lower, uh, you're going to be taxed on it at a lot less. It's pretty fabulous. It's a beautiful thing. Yes. And, and remember, there's two kinds of IRAs. There's your tax-deferred. So you get to stuff the money in and pay taxes on it later. And then there's your um, after-tax Roth IRA contribution. So you get to withdraw tax-free. At least right now they're saying that. Let's see what happens when I get there. No, I mean, I know that they are now, but who knows if they'll stay that way. Because, you know, Uncle Sam always has a way of creeping into your pocketbook before you know it. So anyway, that's it. If you want more information on IRAs, all you got to do is visit our website at unlockyourwealthradio.com and find out all of the good stuff that we have. And coming up next, we have our interviews with Brenda. That's right. How to be a frugal millionaire. Plus, we have the keys to riches and our moolah word of the day. You're listening to Unlock Your Wealth Radio. We'll be right back after this. Commander Marty Logan here from the Top Gun Seminars. What I've learned over the years is that the most successful people in life have coaches to guide them along their chosen path. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan, Tony Stewart, Tom Hopkins, Kathy Colby all had coaches. Whether it was their father, someone else's father, or another person who helped them to shape their desires into an achievable path to success with a system of accountability where quitting was the only way to fail. Each of these people had someone who didn't see them as they first were, but as the person inside they knew they could easily become. Financial coaching can be the single addition you need to become financially independent. Call the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation now for your free consultation. 1-866-966-9420. That toll-free number again is 1-866-966-9420. Or visit us on the web at www.unlockyourwealth.com. Heather Wagonhalls here from CrackingYourMoneyCode.com. Tune in to my Unlock Your Wealth update for your daily cup of money motivation. Weekdays at 1225 during the midday news report. 
Report on Corey's Hometown Radio, 1370 AM, WWCB. Greenback is your neighborhood lender for auto title loans. We offer fast and easy cash title loans for cars, trucks, and motorcycles. Keep your car with title loans from $100 to $50,000. There are no year or mileage limits at Greenback. And we offer the cheapest rates in Arizona, guaranteed. For more information, visit GreenbackTitleLoans.com or call 480-926-6666. Welcome back to the show, everyone. You are listening to Unlock Your Wealth Radio, and I am she, your maven of moolah, Heather Wagonhalls, just in time for our moolah word of the day. As a case, maybe it is a moolah phrase of the day because it's more than one word. So, uh in the first segment, I asked you how your assets were. They're great. And you thought they were pretty good. It sounded like a loaded question when you yeah, I know. You got this sheepish look on your face like, I don't know where she's going. <laughs> my, the assets are good. There's not many of them, but they're good. Okay. Well, there is a quick ratio that is used when evaluating companies. And, you know, it's kind of funny because it just makes me think about the hypocrisy. And I got to be careful that we don't get off on a tirade. The hypocrisy of the federal government and how it calculates <laughs> its abilities to repay loans and that sort of stuff versus the way businesses and people yes. calculate their abilities to and repay they, things. They set such a good example. Yes. So our moolah phrase of the day is current ratio. So when you hear on some of those business news channels about current ratio, a current ratio is an indication of a company's ability to meet short-term debt obligations. Okay? So that's like your credit cards and your car payment. That's like if we were to make that on a personal level. Long-term debt's like your house payment. So, so short-term debt are, are, are small things like car payments and credit cards. Short-term loan likes, things like that. So, the higher the ratio, the more liquid the company is. So let's say you owe a dollar in short-term debt obligations. And your ratio, like your, you, your income, is $5 for every $1 in debt. Okay? But let's say the guy down the street who has the same exact business owes that same dollar but he makes $8 for every dollar he owes. So he's flush with more cash. He has more ability to repay the note. So that's how the ratio works. So it, liquidity is the ability to have cash, you know, to, to write a check. Uh, so current ratio is equal to the current assets divided by the current liability. So if the current assets of a company are more than twice the current liabilities, that company is generally considered to have good short-term financial strength. If current liabilities exceed current assets, meaning they owe more than they have, then the company may have problems meeting its short-term obligations. So, for example, if XYZ company's total current assets are $10 million and its total liabilities are $8 million, then its current ratio would be 10 divided by 8, which is equal to 1.25 or one and a quarter. Uh, 
Um, XYZ Company would be in a relatively good short-term financial standing. Um, and other terms that are related uh, for other important financial ratios and, and for uh, stock analysis, you need to go to InvestorGuide.com. That's who provided us this word today. Now, I'm excited because frugality has been, you know, uh, it's a double-edged sword because you can be like an extreme couponer. You can be an extreme hoarder. You can be an extreme saver. I think you mentioned before that you have extreme savers in your family. And while they got to be millionaires and they're financially independent, it's a lifestyle that you couldn't adapt to. Um, uh, me with a cootie complex, I can't wash out Ziploc bags. I'm sorry. <laughs> if I think I breathed or somebody else touched like the inside of that bag, I can't even use it. I got to throw it away. So that doesn't work in my world. But for some people, frugality works, you know. And so we've had, you know, um, the 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 world's ultimate cheapskate on Jeff Yeager. He's been a regular guest on this show. We should have him back. We haven't had him on for a while. Oh yeah, he's great. He's uh he's uh, a regular on the Today Show, and uh, he's actually quoted me. It's so cool. He's quoted wow. me. Yeah, in articles. Uh, especially because when I get on people about budgeting and I'm like, it's not like we don't know that Christmas comes on the 25th every year, but somehow we're surprised and unprepared every yeah, time. Every year. Yeah, so yeah, he quoted me. I thought that was so cool. And, and, and I found out because one of my neighbors was like, I didn't know that like you had a radio show. And I'm like, oh yeah, I have a radio show. And I'm like, how'd you find out? And they're like, well, I was reading Bottom Line Personal and there your name was. And I'm like, hey, that's my neighbor. <laughs> How cool is that? Uh, so we have on today's show uh, an author of How to Be a Frugal Millionaire, Brenda Hendrickson. Hendrickson. Why do I want her to be Harry? Brenda Hendrickson, CSA, has been in the accounting and tax field for over 20 years and is owner of an accounting and tax firm called Brenda Herrick- Hendrickson. I mean, I'm reading it for goodness sake that I can't get it right. She's going to kill me. I know. Brenda Hendrickson, CSA, um, LLC, and she is uh, based in New Jersey. Throughout her successful career, she has discovered some secrets as to why some people retire rich while others don't. And her book, How to Be a Frugal Millionaire, challenges everyone to develop a frugal mindset. Welcome to the show, Brenda. We're so glad to have you on the program. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited about your book, and how did you get inspired to write The Frugal Millionaire? This was in the, about 2006. I'm an accountant and tax professional and have seen all kinds of uh, situations, but this one client of mine was uh, refinancing her house I mean, almost like every six months, and you know, the money that she was uh, getting was going to um, silly things, um, not investing it. Oh, so she was cashing out her equity, not just refinancing to save interest rate. Oh, wow. Yeah, because I I said, you know, you're going to end up with no equity in in the house. Um, And, you know, she just kept doing that. And I, I was thinking, I said, you know, there are a lot of people that are doing this you know, refinancing, buying boats, doing a lot of, uh, you know, silly things with the money. And my background is I have a BS in economics and accounting. 
and a, sort of a certificate in financial planning. So I'm thinking that everything is cyclical. And sure, we were in, in the you know, upper end of the curve, but what happens when we end up starting to slide into the trough mm-hmm. of the economic cycle? I said, wow, it's going to be a rude awakening for people. They're going to have to be frugal. And right now, they don't know how to be frugal. So that's how I, you know, had uh, this uh, this idea about writing about frugalism. And uh, it was published spring of 2008, and we all know what happened fall of 2008. Everything came crashing down. Yes, and your foresight of knowing what goes up must come down <laughs> and and identifying that was was pretty good timing wise for you to to see that and for those that don't have that kind of a background and and they're just like, "Oh, the market always goes up, you know they were kind of just flying by the seat of their pants and and they were enjoying the the faux prosperity that our country was in um really were uh, getting ready for a rude awakening. You know, there were so many other people that treated their homes like ATM machines, just like your client, because I I, I was watching it going on in the mortgage business. That's why I kind of had to leave, and I went on to the real estate side of things because I just couldn't watch that anymore. So I was doing commercial lending and real estate on the sales side because I just couldn't couldn't watch, and I didn't want to be a party to what was going on in that business either. So Right, it was the psychology there that everything is gonna go up forever. Yeah. And it doesn't. <laughs> I am and my boss was getting mad at me because he's like, Heather, if you don't do these loans, somebody's going to and I'm like, but I can't sleep with myself when I know what these people are doing. I don't want to be a party to that. So I had to leave the industry because I, I you know, I was being asked to do things that I knew wasn't right for the client and just because they couldn't see it doesn't mean that, that it was okay for me to take advantage of them. And I just I wasn't gonna be a party to that. And so that's why I left and I switched sides. So uh And I thought it was only gonna be relevant for a year or so. But you know, as the years went by I said, My gosh, it's still relevant and so this was the reason I turned it into an ebook for Kindle and Nook. And to bring the price down, uh, it's frugal, to, you know, to buy it at seven ninety five versus the book. So that's the reason, um, you know, I, I changed the format. And, and that, that's a great idea because, you know, back then we had a negative savings rate. And I, and I haven't watched the savings rate at... at Lately, but I would assume that we're probably now that we're starting to feel like we're more prosperous and the market came back like everybody said it would and like it always does, that people are starting to rest on their laurels again and they're starting to go back. I'm watching some of those mortgage products that got people into trouble to begin with starting to creep back into the marketplace. They are. They are. So hopefully, you know, people really have learned, uh, you know, learned a lot in the past uh, um in the past recession, almost depression, by the way. Um, yeah, so uh, the book gives a lot of good um, uh, good hints. So good what's, hints. A, what's a warning sign that folks need to start becoming more frugal? If they're doing what kind of activities, should they start thinking about, maybe I should become more frugal? Well, I think the first thing that you everybody must know is... With, with what's your financial uh, position? In other words, um, 
you know, what do they own? What do they owe? What's their net worth? Uh, look at their expenses. And I know it's hard. It really is hard to face the uh, the data. But you have to know where you're beginning in order to set goals and be able to reach those goals in the future. So, um, you know, you take a deep breath and, and, and do it. And actually, this time of year is one of the best times to do it, you know, before, before tax, uh, you know, tax season ends. So between now and, uh, you know, till you find your taxes, it's a great time for introspection. You know, to mm-hmm. look at all your um, all the expenses and all your assets because you're getting all that information from from you know from uh, your jobs, from you know the wages, your interest statements are coming, um, mortgage statements they're all coming. You know, the perfect time to compile everything and develop that uh, net worth statement and and look at um, your income and your expenses and do some analysis. Great. So if folks don't currently know what their net worth is, how much they have coming in or going out, that's kind of a warning sign that they need to start becoming more frugal. After the break, I would like for you to start sharing some ways that folks can become more frugal. You are listening to Brenda Hendrickson on Unlock Your Wealth Radio, and we'll be right back with more coming up after this. Commander Marty Logan here from the Top Gun Seminars. What I've learned over the years is that the most successful people in life have coaches to guide them along their chosen path. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan, Tony Stewart, Tom Hopkins, Kathy Colby all had coaches. Whether it was their father, someone else's father, or another person who helped them to shape their desires into an achievable path to success with a system of accountability where quitting was the only way to fail. Each of these people had someone who didn't see them as they first were, but as the person inside they knew they could easily become. Financial coaching can be the single addition you need to become financially independent. Call the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation now for your free consultation. 1-866-966-9420. That whole free number again is 1-866-966-9420. Or visit us on the web at www.unlockyourwealth.com. I'm Heather Wagonhall. Too much month left over at the end of the money? Tired of paying off debt again like a slave? Then tune in to my one-minute update on Fort Myers Beach Radio for your morning cup of money motivation. And for more tips, visit crackingyourmoneycode.com. Greenback is your neighborhood lender for auto title loans. We offer fast and easy cash title loans for cars, trucks, and motorcycles. Keep your car with title loans from $100 to $50,000. There are no year or mileage limits at Greenback. And we offer the cheapest rates in Arizona, guaranteed. For more information, visit GreenbackTitleLoans.com or call 480-926-6666. Welcome back to the show, everyone. You are listening to Unlock Your Wealth Radio, and I am she, your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagonhalls. And I am so thrilled to have our very special guest today, Brenda Hendrickson. And we are having a great conversation about her book and what we need to be identifying with as it comes to our finances. She has written How to Be a Frugal Millionaire. And Brenda, before the break, we were talking about some warning signs. If we don't know what our net worth is, if we don't know how much we owe, how much we have coming in or what our expenses are going out, uh, uh, what are the first things 
the steps that we need to take to becoming a frugal millionaire? Uh, yes, I mean, uh, like I said, to know to know our, our our base, and also I think once we have an idea of what these expenses are and what our net worth is looks like, we have to live within our means. That's the criteria. We look at what we have and what our expenses are, and we have to live within our means. That means to do some analysis. Where can we save? There's a couple of um, ways we can we can uh, we can do this. Simple, simple um, ideas. When you go shopping, you ask yourself, "Do I need it or do I want it?" Before you uh, make that purchase, especially with uh, credit cards, because think of it. A three hundred dollar purse. You, you love it. You want it. Um, but how long is it going to take you uh, in for your in your time for your time to pay back that three hundred dollars? But you don't the understand, more- Brenda. I need that three hundred dollar purse. This is not a want. It's a need. <laughs> because if I don't have it, and I go to my luncheon with my girlfriends, and uh-huh. I don't have the latest fashions, I'm not going to be a part of the crowd anymore. Okay. All right. Well, just realize that you know, you know it's going to take time to pay that off. That's all. Mm-hmm. So it's not. It, you know, being frugal is not to deprive yourself, or it's not cheap. It's just being smart with your money. If mm-hmm. you want it, that's fine. And as long as you realize that it's going to take, you know, uh, more of your time um, to pay it off. Okay. So that's, that's that's it. Um, the other thing I would say is. You know, people say, oh, I can't save. Um, how to save? What what to save? The first step, especially in this economic uh, times when it's really, really rough, I would suggest the first thing to do is look around the house. You know, what's around the house that can you can um, reuse, recycle to save, save money? What can you do, say, in the kitchen to save save money, buy energy saving you know equipment. What can you do in the um, in the home? Look at your windows, caulk them, use weather stripping. That saves you energy and money. Make necessary repairs. The heating system. If you're not in the if you can lower it, you know, one or two degrees, you're saving on heat and you're saving on money. Okay. So these are the simple things that, that people can do, and you'd be surprised. You know, $20 savings in your heating bill over, you know, over the six, nine months, is, it's, uh, it gets con- uh, considerable. So you wear a sweater. Okay. Instead of your, you know, instead of short sleeves. So things like that. So I've cocked my windows, I'm wearing sweaters, and I've changed out all my appliances to energy-saving appliances, and so now I've got this pile of money. What do I do with that? Because I'm just oh. I, I, there's another new handbag that it's $350, and I'm thinking Uh-oh. I should have that. So what do I do now? Well, is okay, I suggest that you... Um, Talk to, at this point, talk to professionals, you know, where actually to put that money. You know, financially, are you going to invest it? Um, I'm not an investment uh, guru, 
but I certainly would suggest that you talk to a professional. That's another thing that um, are, is an effective habit of a frugal millionaire is that they seek professionals, uh, accountants, attorneys, um, you know, planners. Even though you have to pay them, they probably will save you more uh, in, with their suggestions than their fee. So that's one thing that I really, really uh, suggest. Um, and that you're keeping in the right direction. The other thing, you know, frugal millionaires, what they do is they plan. They really plan and they set goals. And some of these professionals can help you, um, you know, achieve those goals. Mm -hmm. I think about, you make me think about a a statement that my husband makes uh, when it comes to seeking the advice of a professional. And it's, you know, when it comes to anything that's regarding a tool to your business or making money, and it's not how much it costs, it's how much it makes you. And so, yeah, so if it costs you 500 bucks or 1000 bucks to go see an investment professional, but then they make you, you know, ten dollars to $20,000 more a year than what you were, did they really cost you money? Not really. Exactly, exactly. You know, it's a cost, um, it's, look at the cost benefits. The advantages and disadvantages of each, and, and most of the time, like I said, they uh, their fee is is going to be outweighed by you know what you get and what you know on the investment side. The other thing is that I feel for is the next generation. We need to educate our our children and grandchildren about money. Um, we really do, and to do that is we have to set examples in the home. Um, a lot of people don't like to talk about money you know, with you know with their children. And I don't mean to that they have to know every single nitty gritty, but they're smart. They realize um, you know, what's going on in the home and the finances. If you're having an issue, you know, admit it. And make it make it say, okay, now we're gonna Try and find options to to alleviate a situation. So I think uh, they should be involved. Absolutely, you're so right on that point. And I, because I think back to my childhood, and you know, my mother preached about how fabulous mutual funds were, and you should start investing. But she never walked the walk. So why would I even think about doing that? I just figured it was a bunch of talk, or that's what rich people did. And we weren't rich, so I was, I didn't think to get started in it, you know. And it wasn't until I started studying rich people, I'm like, oh, they actually do invest. And perhaps if I want to be rich, then that's what I need to do. I have really enjoyed our time together, Brenda. And if folks want to get a copy of your book or seek out your professional services, where can they find you? Well, my website, BrendaHendricksonCSA.com. And you go to the book uh, book tab, and you'll see the uh, a link for the Nook and Kindle and the paperback. The other, the other thing is you can follow me on Twitter, Frugal Brenda, Facebook, Brenda.L.Hendrickson. On LinkedIn, Brenda Hendrickson CSA, or email bhendrickson at optonline.net. So there's multiple ways to reach me, and I'd be glad to answer any questions anybody would have. 
Outstanding. Again, thank you so much for your time. And for those of you driving around without a pencil, never fear. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com is here where you can visit Brenda's show page and get all the linky links to her good stuff. And you stay tuned because we have the keys to riches and so much more coming up right after this on Unlock Your Wealth Radio. Stay tuned. Commander Marty Logan here from the Top Gun Seminars. What I've learned over the years is that the most successful people in life have coaches to guide them along their chosen path. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan, Tony Stewart, Tom Hopkins, Kathy Colby all had coaches. Whether it was their father, someone else's father, or another person who helped them to shape their desires into an achievable path to success with a system of accountability where quitting was the only way to fail. Each of these people had someone who didn't see them as they first were, but as the person inside they knew they could easily become. Financial coaching can be the single addition you need to become financially independent. Call the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation now for your free consultation. 1-866-966-9420. That toll-free number again is 1-866-966-9420. Or visit us on the web at www.unlockyourwealth.com. I'm Heather Wagonhalls. Too much month left over at the end of the money? Tired of paying off debt like a slave? Then tune in to my one-minute update on the Jiggy Jaguar radio network for your cup of money motivation. And for more tips, visit crackingyourmoneycode.com. Greenback is your neighborhood lender for auto title loans. We offer fast and easy cash title loans for cars, trucks, and motorcycles. Keep your car with title loans from $100 to $50,000. There are no year or mileage limits at Greenback. And we offer the cheapest rates in Arizona, guaranteed. For more information, visit GreenbackTitleLoans.com or call 480-926-6666. Welcome back to the show, everyone. You are listening to Unlock Your Wealth Radio, and I am she, your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagonhall. And it's that favorite time again for our Keys to Riches. And this week's key is knowledge is power, not knowing is powerful. Because it's not always what you know that can hurt you. What you don't know can really hurt you. Yeah. And so in this week's key, oh, oh, by the way, for those of you who are joining us for the first time, welcome to the show. We hope you've been enjoying it thus far. The Keys to Riches is a baker's dozen of financial concepts that teach you how to think like the rich and be in control of your own money. It also gives you specific techniques to create or fix your debt or create or fix your credit, eliminate debt, save and invest building wealth while transforming your current financial habits into healthy money management skills. And we do that one week at a time, one key at a time from our Keys to Riches Financial Wellness Series. And the purpose of this week's key is um, uh, we, we there's a lot of things that we should know about money, but we just don't. And there, you know, as we talk, when we do our financial literacy workshops and our brain-based financial literacy workshops, there are Four levels of learning. And there is the unconscious incompetent. That's the first level that we start out at. And that's that we don't even know what we don't know. So what we're going to do is we're going to go from that first level to the second level in today's show and where we're going to become consciously incompetent. So we're going to be aware by the end of this show of what it is that we don't know but should know about money. And the purpose of this key isn't that you become an expert in all of these categories, but you become aware of what it is that you need to know, and then you can seek out professionals to help you get 
where you need to be. So the plan that we created in Dreams with Deadlines last week is a lot cleaner. And the likelihood of us accomplishing those goals we set out to achieve to be more likely to happen. So that's what this week's key is for. So in this week's key of knowledge is power, not knowing is powerful, these five areas of concern are the ones that we must address. And they are as follows. Income and expenses, protections, asset accumulation, asset multiplication, and then asset preservation. So um, I'm getting this unusual expression off of your face like, hmm. hmm. I'm just looking at, the, looking at the screen up there. Yes. And wishing it had all of the answers for these five areas of concern. <laughs> well, uh, never fear. Heather Wagonhalls is here and I will help you. So income and expenses seems like an easy category, right? You're like, I already know what that is. That's money coming in and going out. Piece of cake. Sort of. Because it's not just about what's coming in and what's going out. Because if what's going out is greater than what's coming in, Houston, we have a problem. So what we need to do, because, again, everybody already knows to spend less and save more, but we don't. Why? Because our brains are biologically set up to fail at that long-term money management thing. That's simple. It is that simple. But, see, that's the beauty. Now that we know that, we can take actions to remedy that, how to do workarounds or tricks or fool us into getting where we want to go. And it seems... Really sad and pathetic as the apex predator of this particular world, this planet as we know it, uh, that we are the only ones with this whole logic third brain. Um, but because of the way the brain is built, we just don't quite always get to be logical because we get overcome with either, either our survival instinct or we get overwhelmed with emotion. And in either case, When we dump hormones, that third part of our brain that brings us the logic and the reason, shut off. No access. Done. So just to, you know, I mean, I can just, you laugh, but I think about some conversations that we've had where you get all worked up. Could you possibly make a logical decision? No, because your your, your emotions are engaged. And what happens when the fine motor skills shut off? You, you You don't think clearly. Well, you can't. You physically are unable to think clearly because you've got all this hormone that is signaling your body to rush blood to the extremities. So fine motor skills are shut off like that, that logic part of your brain, boom, done. So then all you've got is all this blood rushing everywhere else but your brain where you need it the most. (laughs) And so because that means you'll be able to fight, you'll be able to play dead, or you'll be able to run away. Okay, and depending on which one you choose will depend on how quickly you dissipate that hormone dump and how quickly you can get back to your rational brain. But in the meantime, we cannot rise to the occasion. We default to our training. And if we have subpar money management skills now and we lose our logic brain, which is any hope of changing them because we're emotionally overwhelmed, we default to what we've always done. So, like they say, if you continue to do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. Yeah. 
Like that definition of insanity, expecting a different result. So what we have to do is we have to curtail our expenses to be underneath the income threshold. That's job one. So spend less, save more. We must eliminate debt. Again, I go back to what we talked about last week. You can collect interest, meaning money in your pocket, or you can pay interest, mobs in your pocket. Do you want money or do you want moths? Moths might be a lot of friends we can hang out with and, you know, have people to talk to, albeit a one-sided conversation because I don't speak moth, but but we'd have friends in our pocket to run around with or we could have money in our pocket. And, and, and personally, I would like the money. So we have to, that's our first and foremost. The next level of concern or the next area of concern is protections. And we want to ensure our success and both insure in the E N sure, like protect and create it and insure with the I N S U R E. And the beauty of insurance is understanding what protections that you need, what are frivolous coverages at this particular point in your life. You know, like if you have no obligations, if you have no long-term debt like mortgages or buildings or stuff like that, and you're single and you have no offspring, do you really need life insurance? Probably not. Okay. Now, do you need an investment portfolio? Absolutely. And we're going to be getting to that shortly in our other areas of concern. So... Uh, we don't need that. But if we have a child that we're responsible for or a spouse that we're financially responsible for, if we have financial obligations, that should we not be here? Because an angel came and snatched us up to heaven. Hopefully that's where you and I are going. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully we have enough hashtags in the good column versus the bad column. Kind of like we have less income than expenses. We have less bad things and more good things, more good deeds as opposed to bad deeds. So if we get snatched prematurely into another dimension, we want to make sure that the people that we care about are taken care of and our obligations are met. Uh, We also would like to have health insurance. Okay, this is an important thing to have. And I realize that Obamacare is going to take care of all of us. We don't have to worry about that. But just in case, on the outside chance that perhaps you're not covered or you don't have the correct coverage, you need to be able to supplement your income. Disability insurance is an important insurance to have. If you work a precarious job where you may lose a limb or the ability to create your income. Let's forget about dying for a matter of fact right now. Why don't we just focus on incapacitation? What happens if you have a stroke? What if you get into a car accident and you have a brain injury that you can't recover from? How on earth are you going to meet your obligations? How are you going to be the breadwinner for your family if that's what you are? So these are important considerations. And what's nice about insurance, and people don't understand it, they think of it as a waste of money, but it actually is part of being a millionaire because millionaires are always properly protected but it allows you to rent those deep pockets that millionaire status without having to be a millionaire and self-insured isn't that great so like if you get into a car accident and somebody's seriously injured and you get sued your car insurance should cover it and cover their medical expenses and cover that um, and and cover all of that stuff assuming you had the appropriate coverages. Um, and so uh, you would be, you would probably lose everything if you weren't properly insured. Right. 
you know, and so, um, but if you were a millionaire, you would be uncomfortable stroking that check, but you could stroke that check if you had to. So it's like renting millionaire status without having to be a millionaire. Then that's the value of protections. And that's why it's its own area of concern because it's not just about, you know, protecting your life or your assets, your stuff from like theft. It's about protecting income streams, livelihoods, families. This is about legacy too, in a way. Yeah. Because you've got to be able to create the plan and work the plan. And if you can't work the plan, especially the one we came up with last week, there's no reason why everybody else in your family should suffer. So uh, the next category is asset accumulation. And so before we can go investing, we must have something saved to invest. So again, because this is brain-based financial literacy and we are creatures of the moment, we got to get the savings automated. We got to get it away from us. You know, and not dependent upon us. And we need to pay ourselves first and then spend what's left over. You know, if we recall back to, again, Mark Victor Hansen, the people in column A spend or they invest first. I'm sorry. They spend first and invest what's left over. The people in column B invest first and live on what's left over. And the people in column A usually work for the people in column B. You know, and so do you want to be a worker or do you want to be an employer? So first you have to create the army to go out and work for you. So you got to start just simply by saving. So we got to automate our savings. We got to create the plan and start the program. And we want to do it simultaneously with our debt reduction plan because everybody says, oh, don't start saving until you get your debt paid off. But depending on what your interest rates are and where you're investing, it may not be the right advice. If you've got interest-free financing for six six years on your car loan, you know, 0% is a good number. I'm not, like, inclined to hurry up and pay off that debt unless I'm having a cash flow problem. I don't care because it's not costing me anything to rent that money. So I would rather pay off other bills or start filling uh, an account that could earn me interest. Yeah since I'm not currently paying interest. So that's that area of concern. The next is asset multiplication. Where to take that army that you just raised to go out and start working on your behalf, okay? And so wouldn't it be great if every day that you got up and went to work, that your money got up and went to work also? Or what if it never slept? What if it was working while you were sleeping? Wouldn't that even be cooler? Absolutely. So we've got to create an investment plan. And that's where the asset multiplication area of concern is. What do we invest in? Where do we invest? How much? What is our diversification? What are our financial goals? How can we meet them with this plan? That's what we address in this asset multiplication section. And then our final is asset preservation. How do you want to be remembered? What kind of a legacy do you want to leave? Not just financially speaking, but what is the mark that you want to leave on your on this world? Did you come from nothing and were you up from the bootstraps and you were a self-made person and you created whatever your modest sum of wealth is and your spouse is happy and healthy and they've got plenty of money and your kids have plenty of money and you want to make a mark on this world and maybe you want to leave your money to a charitable organization. You know, I, one, I have a specific, um, 
uh, part in my estate plan is for the Phoenix Zoo. I was born and raised here, and that's how I learned about animals and conservation. And it's one of two privately funded zoos in the whole United States. And, oh, what do you know? Because the government isn't involved in that at all. It, like, flourishes. And, you know, we took an animal on the borderline of extinction, the Arabian oryx. And we brought it back. We brought back a species on the verge of extinction because of our programs over there. We also brought the spectacled bear here because we've got a great climate for that. And I was actually an active part of that. And so, you know, I don't have any kids. So I have a couple of nephews now, but I don't have any kids. So how am I going to be remembered? I don't have kids to say, you know, how great their mom was and what contribution their mother made to the world. So how can I leave my legacy another way? So well, that's one way is to leave my money to the zoo. And everybody thinks I'm crazy, but I'm like, well, pff, half of the time I'd rather be there talking to them than some people that I know. <laughs> so that's one way to leave a legacy. But what if you don't have one? Okay. What if it's just like maybe you want your stuff to go to your kids, but maybe you've had that one kid that has been hapless and you've helped out and helped out and all your other kids have done well. We always tend to coddle that one, but let's say we don't want to coddle that one. And because the other ones did well, we don't want to ruin their gig by giving them money right now. Um, but we want to make sure that we can ensure our grandkids and their future. But we don't create an estate plan and we leave it up to the courts. What's worse? Again, the government meddling. All right. And so if you want something specific to go to a particular person, and I know this when my father passed, I know what a nightmare it was. Yeah. And, and I got nothing. And, and I didn't even want money. I, I specifically wanted some things because, you know, bald eagles were a big deal for him. And he had this brass bald eagle that sat on his desk. And he's like, you always have to have bald eagles in, in your office, Heather, especially when you're in sales, because it infers power and truth and strength. And you want that, that you want people to walk in and see that bald eagle and transfer everything that that bald eagle means into you, into their belief about you. So that's all I wanted. And then I could say when people would comment on it, they'd be like, oh, wow, that's so cool. I'd be like, yeah, that was my dad's. Could I even have that? It was brass. This is probably 20 bucks. Could I have it? No. Was there an estate plan? No. Was there a will? No. no. And, and he knew when they put him in the chemical coma that he says, you know what? Don't do that. I don't think I'm going to come up. Hmm. It's like he knew wow. he was going to die. Uh, and so if you don't want that to happen to you, if you want to make sure that what you want, your will gets exacted, when you pass, you must create an estate plan. But there's other reasons to do that. And one of the biggest ones is to fight Uncle Sam. It's to shelter that money that you've earned, that you've worked so hard for, and preserve your legacy. Not only for your family after you pass, but for you to enjoy now. Why would we work hard all of our lives? We heard Mark Victor, and I keep going back to that interview, but it's because we're so early in the season. Right. But that's what he talked about. You know, specifically, is why, you know, would we work so hard to not create a place that we can enjoy that for ourselves? So that is it. Income and expenses, protections, asset accumulation, asset multiplication, and asset preservation. Those are our five areas of concern. If you couple those with those three questions, the three most important financial questions you can ask, then you are set, my friend, for financial freedom. Now, for this week's key statement, key affirmation, and key action item, please visit our website at unlockyourwealthradio.com. And for more in-depth interviews with money experts, strategies, and members-only tools to fix your credit, get out of debt, and have more money and happiness, do what other savvy listeners have and visit unlockyourwealthradio.com where you go to get your money mind right so your wealth and happiness will follow. Become an Insiders Club member today and start receiving the benefits of millionaire wisdom right now 
And today's show is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at unlockyourwealthradio.com forward slash free book and click on the link to over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. For Unlock Your Wealth Radio and Michael Terry, I'm Heather Wagonhalt. Now go out and unlock your wealth today. Unlockyourwealthradio.com is produced by Heather Wagonhalt and the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation. Unlock Your Wealth Radio and its affiliates are copyrighted 2013 with all rights reserved. For more information on the Keys to Riches Financial Wellness Series, please visit our website at www.unlockyourwealth.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.